If this is your first time listening to the You Good Bro podcast, welcome. If you've listened before, thank you for listening again. If you like what you hear, please take it to the next step. Share it with somebody you think would love it. Thank you so much for listening and welcome to the You Good Bro podcast. Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Duke. We are here to check on you. You good, bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions. We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You You good, bruh? Hey, yo, it's your boy, Sam Duke. It's your man's tail, Mikael. And I am Joe Duke. And you are listening to another spectacular episode of... Spectacular. You good, you bro? You good, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back again one more time, man. We're just, we're just hanging out. Yes, sir. Skirt, skirt. Welcome to You Good, Bro Podcast. Thank you guys for rocking with us today. Take that, um, take that. We we're gonna get right right into it today, man. Look, we talking we talking the royals today, but not really. All right, we talking the royals, but not really. We, you we everybody knows what, what we happened. talking kings but, and queens, kings queens, my princess, but not monarchies, <laughs> but not but not the monarchies. We actually talking family because that's really yeah. what they are, right? So, the if, for people that don't know, you know, there's the the whole you know Oprah interview that happened with Meghan Markle and and Prince Harry. And they were talking about how they basically got kicked out of the 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 crown. You know, they ran out. They got ran out. Um, you know, probably most likely because uh, she she is half black, and there there were some issues with race, and there was some issues with protection, and and people talking about whether or not they're going to give her their ch- their child a, a a title and a secure her title. Yeah, and all, and all of that, and so it just it, it turned into, uh, of course it it this has been happening, but they this is the first time they've actually came out and spoke about it, and so today, you know, I and I like I said, we we that's the issue, right? But what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about family, you know, it, I what I see when I see this story, I'm not getting too deep into the black white whatever they got going on. What I see when I see the stories, I see somebody deciding like yo family has gone way too far way too far yeah you know family is just kind of taking advantage of me you know there's history there with the way he felt like his mom was treated and what i see when i see all of that you know there's plenty going on there it's just i'm seeing somebody saying you know what i ain't gotta deal with this this family dynamic and they know what they did to this man, mom, to this man, mother, man. They know. Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> so you already you convinced? Yeah, he's, that, convinced. That he's like, have... he's like, yeah, bro. We all know this. This this is they family been fucked up for a while. We all know that. I mean, you know, it's it's the I monarchy, mean, right? There, well, yeah. I mean, is it true that they have babies with cousins? Like, that's is that? Yeah, the... that's true. That's true. They, yeah. they keep I knew historically that was true. Yeah, historically, historically is true, and you know, I think. Up until you know, I won't get too deep into it because I'm not like well versed, but I'm pretty sure they're like distant cousins in there. You see, still in there, you know what I'm saying? And so, if you look at the way they look, they look like they've been mating with cousins, like most of them. If you look at the prince, boy, he look he's looking real skeletal like, but. <laughs> Back to the subject at hand, though. And, uh, if I was them, I let go of family as soon as they kill auntie. As soon as they kill auntie. <laughs> well, I, so I mean, I had I made a post with photos of them, yeah. you know, because uh, based on that, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Is Harry? Does Harry even look like them?" No, I mean, and you know, you know, there's rumors that Harry may have been like a love child. You know that he he may not be. Um, is he's it, Diana's is son, it, but Di- not, he's Diana's but not, son, but not Charles. Charles. Yeah, that's mm. that that's that's some rumors. I don't really, I'm, like I said, I'm not even too deep into that. Right. You know, it's. Well, I mean, I, I think I said that just to kind of normalize the fact that we're talking about secrets. We're talking secrets. about secrets. Right. It seems Our like family, there's, there's yeah. secrets, mm-hmm. and when you talk when we're talking families, that's a that's that's a common theme, right? Mm-hmm. There are things that happen in the family. There's 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 cousins you don't know where the hell they came from. There's 
you know, siblings. They're siblings. Siblings. Yeah. That's true. They're, they're siblings. Wait, they're, <laughs> I mean, and up until and to be honest with you, I'm give you give you guys a story. Something I saw on TikTok. Wild, right? TikTok. But uh, there, there's this girl. She came out and she was maybe like 18, and she was like, ever since she was little, she had an older sister. And it seemed like her older sister was always arguing with her parents. And what she thought was that she was arguing was about was they was arguing about her as a little sister. She thought that they that her older sister just had beef with her. And mm. so at you know, but at the age of 18, her older sister moved out and left and never came back. She didn't hear from her. And it wasn't until she turned 18 that she she found out basically through her older sister that her older sister is actually her mom and not but but wait there's more it's actually her mom but it's her dad is actually still her dad so she her her sister is her mom and her dad actually ended up uh molesting or molesting or raping her her sister and having her and that wait, was what stop stop wait yeah i'm confused too the they're, sister they're, is actually they're sister, her sister daughters huh they're, she's actually her sister but she's also her mom she's also her mom yes and her stepmom stayed with her mom her actual well, yeah her, her, i don't know is it, is it stepmom because her, I guess her, her grandmother be wait her grandmother is what i meant to say Oh, so yeah, her, her grandmother, grandmother stayed yeah. with her dad. Yes, bro, and and <laughs> yeah, that's just wild, right? Yeah, that, that, was, that secret, that secret ain't big enough to leave yet because, like, I you see how how long it took for us to understand who the hell she is. Bro, it right. didn't it's, take me that long too. It's wild, but that's what that's a part of what happened. So she found that out, and so the, she at eighteen, I guess eighteen. Her sister was twelve when she conceived her, so sister's thirty now. Um, her, her, she, she talked to her, her sister, mom, and basically was like, okay, well, I'm about to tell them if they don't let me come live with you, I'm calling the cops. Right. And so, and so they, of course, let, she went to her parents, confronted her parents about that. And they, they let her go live with her sister. Now the plot twist, she still called the cops. And, I would. Yeah, she still called the cops, went and got a uh, a paternity test. And of course, the math was the math. Right. So they, they were able they arrested her dad for for uh, for raping her sister mom, which is which is wild as fuck. But what I'm saying is at, while all of that is going on, let's just let's keep it a buck. Right. While all of that is going on, they're keeping it a secret. And I'm sure there's other people in the family that had an idea that mm-hmm. something weird was going on. It's like mm-hmm. the girl is 12 years old, got pregnant. You have no idea who the, the father is. Nobody's saying anything. They're keeping things under wraps. They're holding family secrets. And eventually, things got to come to a head. Eventually, things are going to become something. And I think that that's the piece of the whole family dynamic Sometimes and that, I mean this is an extreme case, of course. Yeah, because my face, I've been trying yeah, to fix you, my you face haven't even been able to, to process that. <laughs> what I'm saying, it's a extreme case, but what I'm saying is that happens a lot. That's just one piece of it, right? That's one piece of the family puzzle that, that you hear all the time. People give family a lot of passes, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's just one piece. You hear about you know, girls getting molested, you know, and not having kids, but that usually is somebody that they know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually an uncle, a cousin, or you know, somebody, a close relative that. Can... I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything that's even like about intimacy. It could be just, I mean, cousins commit crime all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, do you? So, what's your blood like? Like, what are you? A disengaged family, like the two, the two uh, types of families that are the most troublesome are the ones that are 100% disengaged and then they're those that are 100% enmeshed and the one that you just kind of explained would be an enmeshed family like they don't even hell he didn't even go outside the family to cheat on his wife right but uh but they they were they were keeping things inside until they couldn't yeah the disengaged family is like 
you know, you got the cousin that's out there just doing all kind of dirt and ain't nobody even trying to step in and, and get them out of their situation. Like you completely disengaged. Yeah. And and that's where troubles come from. The the healthier family type is where you're equally uh, enmeshed as well as you allow people to have independence. So you have a care about them. But I I just found that there are two types. They're the ones that are enmeshed and those are the ones that have like sexual traumas or something, you know, things that are family embarrassment or family name embarrassment style. And then the disengaged, like, and it's really weird because I was watching this um, documentary about um, the gangs out in LA. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they're like in third and fourth generation. You know what I mean? Like they, you're yeah. born into it's been going on for so long. Yeah, yeah like yeah, like your your great uncle was yeah. <laughs> was the OG. You know, da da da, and it's in the family. Yeah, and even though the 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 lifestyle is one that kind of mirrors disengaged family, they're actually quite enmeshed. Yeah, like it's like you are born in it. Like you you gonna be a member of this gang, and I just I just find it interesting that people don't see or don't feel the need to separate themselves from things that could take their lives, right? And and mesh can take your life or disengage can take your life. And I just find it interesting. Like it's no, there's no switch that cuts on that says, why the fuck am I in the middle of this? You know what I mean? Like, well, I think that that's a, that's a piece of it though. It's like, it's so entrenched, right? Family is something that people feel deeply, you know, it's like that it, I think that, for most people, not all people, but for most, even in gangs, they're taught it's like blood in, blood out. Like what right. the fuck is more tough than blood? Like what the fuck is more entrenched than blood, right? Mm. You get what I'm saying? It's like the idea of that is like, well, shit, I, I, there's there's no escaping that, right? And it's the same idea with, with to a certain degree with people who are entrenched in that meshed family, they feel like there's no escaping it, right? And so that's why when you see the Royals run out, it seems like such a big deal. It's like, who the, this man is sick of his family to the point where he don't want to be a prince. Well, I mean, but there, that's a financial tie to it. Yeah, like, but he, I know that's the point. That's the point so I'm bad. making. That's, what, that's the no, point I'm, I'm making. But yeah. like for the average, I'm talking about just for the average the Joe, Joe, the average $40,000 a year sitting up there. And I just don't understand that shit. Like, Put it this way: the the fact that Harry and Meghan packed up and left, how many, however many billion dollars it is. Yeah. I, I looked at it the other day. It was an article about them, and and they definitely, you know, they don't have a constitution, but the agreement that they have with England, they'll never go broke. Like yeah. it's just not gonna ever happen. Yeah. Um, things were so bad and toxic in that situation that he was willing to completely disassociate himself financially from that family. And while I, me as a, as a therapist, I see health in that. Cause I'm like, okay, you recognize the threat to your family. Yeah. Self-preservation is key throw threat to yourself. And you were like, yo, I ain't, I'm not going to put up with this shit. To me, that's healthy because they set a boundary. You got people that's not even making a few thousand, you know, a year, a month that's agreeing to be a part of, and I say agreeing, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's well, nothing, situation. nothing in them is saying leave. Nothing it's, in them is well, saying bounce, fuck it. Let's go. Well, be well, out. And that's what I, that, I think that's the piece of it that I want to get into. See, okay. I really, I'm a strong believer in that you choose family, right? I think that we can yeah. choose our family. That's where I'm at with it. Whether or not my family, who's actually related to me by blood, whatever adoption, whatnot, feel some type of way about it. It just is what it is. That's how I live my life. That's how I choose to live my life. However, there are some people who just don't see it that way. They see, you know, they're taught from the time they, my mom tries to teach me that and I've strayed away from it. My mom's always like, no, that's your family. That's your aunt. That's your uncle. That's your cousin. Like, you can't just, you have to go to this event. I'm like, no, the fuck I don't. Like, I don't got to go to that. Like, I don't fuck with them. So it is what it is, right? Right. But what I'm saying is there are some that just can't 
easily walk away from it. They can't easily as easily as I have decided, you know what, I'm going to decide what I'm going to deal with, what I'm not going to deal with. And it's, I think it's a, it's a piece of, it's to be, it's a piece of, uh, of coaching. Like we've, we've been coached in that manner. It's like, you know, so soul food, perfect, perfect example. We eat Sunday dinner every Sunday, right? That's a, it's like you're trained, you're coming up as a kid, you become an adult. We do these Sunday dinners, but then one day it's like family, fuck my husband. You know what I'm saying? And really, to be honest with you, in that instance, family is not the best thing for that that young lady that was, you know, that that had had that situation. And well, yeah, because you can't, you don't choose family. Yeah. So that means that you know, when you get family, when you get roll of the dice, you get a cousin that might be a hoe. You get a cousin that might be a thug. Yeah, you get so a cousin that might right. be yeah. You might get, it. and then you put them all in a, in a nice little pot. And then that's that's Sunday dinner, and expect everything to come out good. And and, and it's a, that's a dangerous gumbo, bro. That's a dangerous gumbo. So basically, so. just trying to find out exactly where it comes to the point where you gotta leave your family. Oh, when when is when you gotta choose your sanity over your family? Basically, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, but that's real. That's yeah. really, and I think that you have to do that, right? Because yeah, I mean, I think an issue just personally for me. I just felt like growing up sometimes there's certain family members that just they they just came out of left field with me a lot, you know, and I had to come I had to for for years I would just let let the shit ride. You know, they right. would make you know they they would make little slide jokes. I feel like, you know, we we were the ones that didn't have the mom and dad in the house. You know, we were the ones that, you know, were staying in the projects and we were the ones that you know, it just, it, it was a feel, there was a certain feel to it, a certain vibe to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and eventually I had to be like, you know what? Nah, I don't, I don't have to feel like this every Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't have to like, feel like this. I would go Sunday. to, I would go to my friend's house for Thanksgiving and would be so much love. You feel me? And, and have so, a good time. Yeah. And then when you realize that it's like an awakening happens, right? It's like a, yo, there is, other people that are willing it's to be big world, <laughs> like it's a big yeah. world. It's seven point five billion, billion people, people in the world. Yeah, it's, I mean, and I think a, a a big. This is something I haven't even really talked about, it, but a big piece of what what when I would listen when I watched this this the episode with Oprah and them talking about family and what what made you what, the way I think about family, I I started thinking about. A, a actual specific instance, right? A specific instance that that had occurred in my life where I was just like, yeah, I have to redefine family. You know, I can no longer give passes to family anymore. And that that instance was me and my wife being in the hospital with our kids. We were there for three months, three, three and a half months almost in the hospital you know, very clear, you know, it wasn't like I was hiding the fact I was in the hospital. I was in, 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 on the cot, taking shots, you know, playing games, you know, posting on Instagram, social media, letting people know that where I'm at and what we were dealing with, because it was the, it was the way I was coping. Right. And, And for months, you know, for months, you know, my friends came, you know, my mom's friends came, you know, my, my wife's friends came, I mean, made, made time to come. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't have any family outside of my immediate brother, sister's mom that would, that came to see me. And at that point, at that juncture in my life, I just made the decision. It's not to say that I don't, I felt like they didn't care about me. I'm just putting that out there. However, it's the it's the it's the gesture, right? Because anytime somebody like is in is in the hospital from the family, my mom makes it clear, you gotta check on them, you gotta call them, you have to come see them. Like you know, I've made those type of trips before, you know, mm-hmm. and even as a child, I've made those type of trips, and as an adult, I've made those type of trips just to make sure that it's like okay, it's family. We're trying to be you know solid. And when I was sitting in the hospital, bro, I was like that. That was one of those situations that made it clear to me, like. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I can no longer give family a pass. Mm-hmm. I can no longer give family a pass just for the sake of being family. I feel like that there's there's too many people out there that want to be family with me. 
That that love, that, that love, well, yeah, and, and they love you the way that you you yeah. want to be loved. Yeah, I want to be loved. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. My immediate thought is like once the, once you had the infraction, once they failed yeah. to to meet the family standard, has it been brought to their attention? Do you give them a chance to give them grace and give them a chance to correct the behavior, or do you cut them off if it's um, the first infraction? Because well, I mean it, it's. It, you know, question, it's, ne- it's never really the first infraction. Just put it that. That's one. Yeah, that's well, the one that meant the most. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's, the one, that's the one that I was just like, yeah, nah, that broke the camel's back. Yeah, I'm like, nah, fuck this. This is ghetto as fuck. But, <laughs> but uh, at the to be honest with you, I am one of those that I'm not. I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going to make a big stink about it. I'm gonna. I may even see you again, and we're gonna be cool. You know, I'm not. However, it's not gonna be family. It's just gonna be it's gonna be cordial. And that's my thing. I think that over time, I shouldn't have to teach you how to be family to me. And that's the and, and vice versa. I, I mean, if you if you feel that way about me, by all means, I'm okay with that. Place me where I must, yeah, right? Yeah, put me, put me in the category where you want me to be. You know <laughs> mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, I just feel like it's too much forced. Life mm-hmm. is too short to force someone to love you the way that you feel like they should. We grew up together. You feel me? We grew up together on top of each other. That if the bond if the bond wasn't real, then after all of that, then it's just there's nothing to me. Is there's nothing to really talk about? But you know, I'm gonna piggyback off your story because your story is half of my story. Slick. You oh, know okay. What I mean? yeah, we're brothers, so we. But um, mostly. Hell, just. <laughs> Honestly, just listening to Sam speak, I'm like, I see exactly what Sam talking about. But one thing you said in the beginning, and I, and you was like, you could just feel, you was like, you could just feel that it was always off based on like, you know, we're from the ghettos and uh, the father not being there and being in a, from a, a Haitian community and a lot of Haitian communities. You already know. Well, we're uh, judgmental. Of, Haitians are judgmental. They are what yeah, they they're are. judgmental. And a lot of, and especially the, like our community, that a lot of them had, you know, there wasn't like a lot of single parent households too. So they kind of look at you kind of crazy. Like what the hell, what the hell y'all didn't do right type of shit. But um, the when you said feel right, there's something that uh, that's been, that's been continuing, you know, that's been uh, going over my head. Like, continuously like the last past year and it's like uh i heard this young lady say family is frequency right so thinking about the feeling that we've had when we was younger we was just like yeah we know they're family but it doesn't we we look at the paper of family and and we try to check off the marks of what family is on everything it didn't feel that way don't pick me up from school Don't do no favors at all, X. <laughs> Can't no lean on them for nothing. Ex. Can't lean on them for nothing. Can't lean on them. So it's like it lets me. It lets me genuinely feel like just through this journey. Even though I, to me, I, I'm thankful that we went through this journey because it allowed me to view every individual that we've encountered. Like there's a potential that there could be a deeper connection besides like the the way we view family because based off of the feel, we go off of the feel of how people treat us and the feel of, you know, uh, just the, the feel of the whole energy and the vibe of the person. Like if me and Sam tell you like who our family members are, none of them gonna be blood. <laughs> nope. None but, of them gonna be nope. blood. And, and, it's just and, the truth. And that's the, that's well, the I, I don't think that that's, I, I don't think that's a Haitian or, or a Duperville thing. Like I, no, but I think, I, will, I think, no, what I was saying, mm. Because like them borrowing what you were saying is like what I've discovered is when I was growing up, our family was arguably clearly closer than it is right now. And so for my mom's generation, family meant something totally different back then. You know what I mean? Like I, I think sometimes our environment kind of shapes how we operate in the world. And back when our parents and, and, and our grandparents were coming up, family meant something totally different because you literally only had what you, like, it was a community. It was together or die. Like, it literally was a different environment. And almost to the point that you had a financial, there were more financial ties 
you know, uh, not just group economics, but generations of people living in one house and and just kind of it was a different vibe. More trust. It, was, it, was, I mean, it had to be. Yeah, it, it was definitely it was more need. trust. It was, it was a need. need. Yeah, yeah, it was a need. need. Uh, and it's kind of like now, if you think about it, kind of how they people say, you know, one reason why divorce is so high is because of finances. And it's not because of lack of finances. It's because people actually have the finances to survive outside, outside. of marriage. Yeah, outside. And, of it, and yeah. that's why the divorce rate is high. And so it's the same for families. Like, I ain't got to put up with their cousin shit. Because, you know. <laughs> I, I go get my own spot. Fuck you. Yeah. And fuck you too. Right? Yeah. For thinking I have yeah. to stay here. Like, yeah, man. And so, but some of that has to be, you know, I agree that boundaries are important. Like when you feel like when you when you sense that somebody's not for you and you agree, well, I'm not for you either, I don't have a problem with that boundary. My question is, are we doing that out of a space of uh a choice or are we doing it out of space of reaction? Because if you're doing it out of space of reaction, that's that technically is an emotional decision. And that and that kind of goes back to I always say about our community, we just so high anxiety these days that we we quit to cut people off and no more friends and all this other shit. When I just I don't know. I don't know if there's a missed opportunity there. I, 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 get, or, I get what you're saying. And I think um you know, I want to be clear, you know, what what I do is a response. It's not a reaction. Like it's, Frequency it's real, it's, it's really well thought out. And it's real, it's really well thought out. And it's real, really important to me. I don't take it lightly because I have children. Gotcha. And so right. I want my kids to understand what love looks like from a family regardless of who you choose that family to be. I want them to understand what's, what's real. I want them to, I want them to see, you know, my cousin, Mac, who's my barber, you know, who's not really my cousin. And they understand that me and Mac have done life together and it's real. And how do you measure that? How do you measure How do I measure, how do I measure what? Like, how do you like, cause, cause, like you see how you just said, I'm about to show you my cousin Mac, right? Yeah. Who's we we've known each other for this long and we've been through this much with each other, and that's family, right? Mm-hmm. But like, like what kind of energy is like what kind of connection was created between Mac that allowed you to say like that's family, right? There? Well, like, and that's, that's that's the thing. It comes it comes with more, right? I think I think family is measured in moments, mm-hmm. and so and so when I can say I used to go to school and, and my mom used to cut my hair with scissors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what the fuck that looks like. Mm-hmm. And my cousin, yeah, you laughing, Mikhail. That's what <laughs> the fuck I'm trying to imagine. Like. My mom used to cut, <laughs> cut. And I'm not talking about barber scissors. I'm talking about like fucking elbow scissors. Bullshit ass scissors, household scissors. And, and my cousin, Mac, he started cutting hair and he cut our hair for free for years, for years, cut our hair for free. I mean, we were his guinea pigs. He learned and it was a mutually beneficial uh, situation. Right. But at the same time, he once he he once he started getting good, he kept cutting our hair. We actually decided now nah, we got to start paying you. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't just come over every Saturday and let you get me straight without paying. Right. And so what I'm saying is all these ladies jumping on me. It's measured in moments. It's it's measured in love. You know, his, his, his sister Mm -hmm. recently passed and I made it clear to my children, you know, that look, I'm hurting the way Mac is hurting. You know, I understand where he's at. I'm calling him and I'm checking on him because I know the pain that he's feeling because to me, he's family. And Mm -hmm. when he hurts, I hurt. And so that's just like, that's just one piece of, I feel like real family is measured in those type of moments. Like, so my, I'm, I'm giving you, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you the flip of that. Okay. Okay. My family would see, my actual family would see my mom cutting my hair with scissors. Do you think any of them stepped in and say, Hey, look, you know, you know, I'm talking aunts, uncles, adults here. Like, you know, you got boys here 
they they made sure their kids, their boys' hair would cut good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's just their responsibility. It's not their. Yeah, it's but, not. No, I'm not. I'm disclaimer. Not it's not their responsibility. But, 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 what, but. I'm, what I'm saying is now, as an adult, it's like when you're a kid, you see things as kids, right? But at, when when I, when you're an adult, I see things as an adult, and I'm saying, how the hell did these adults see me walk around with my hair like that and not say, you know what? I I need to step in. You know what I'm saying? I need to. I need to move in because that's what I would do for my god kids my nieces nephews that's what I would do and and to be honest I'm not gonna lie to you I seen them do it for their other nieces and nephews and so that's what that's kind of where I'm at with that's why like as you grow up you kind of get a, a understanding and then it's not even something I hold against them it's just something I'm putting you witnessed I witnessed, witnessed. and I want them to, I, I'm putting it in the space where it's, I'm compartmentalizing and say, okay, well, that's what it was. And so I will tell you, brother, that's, that ain't none of your business. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. Because that, that's, no. And I'm saying this from a, <laughs> a actual conversation yeah. that I had with, with my cousin since we putting out, you know, family stuff out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and growing up cousins, thick as these and as adults, we're not. And there's been beef about stuff that ain't had nothing to really do with us. That is kind of like we at the crossroads. And it's like, do you keep the beef, do you keep the beef going? Or do you just be like, yo, what the fuck am I even talking to you like this about? <laughs> like, like this shit was like they ain't had shit to do with us. They, you yeah. know, because when when people pass on, they pass down you know, uh, assets and all this other stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and sometimes you tie to it and it, it's just, it ain't got nothing to do with me. This, this grown cousin didn't like that grown cousin, but the children all played together because kids don't give a fuck. You yeah, know what I mean? But, but as we grow up, we kind of get feedback from one side or another. And it's just like, why? I don't, that that's some shit y'all had to deal with, yeah. you know? And and that's what I'm saying. Like I think one of the things that that kind of gleaned that I gleaned from your story is that you had a family member born out of struggle, and the other family, other side of the family, was not participating in trying to relieve your struggle. And those were adults while you were a kid, and that's why I'm saying like that shit ain't none of your business. Like oh, that. Oh, that's a bit. That's a bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's I'm, like I'm that, that was between your mama and them. And oh yeah, and, it's like and, you know what I mean. Like, but I wonder how many you, other families doing that shit. I've come, I've come at my mom about that. Like that's kind right. of like when my mom asked me, "Oh, you know, why you don't mess with your uncles? Why don't you don't call so and so? You know, why don't?" And I told her, I was like, "Look, your brothers just ain't who you thought they were," <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just the truth. I'm just being honest with you. Your brothers, your sister, they just not who you thought they were. You grew up with strangers. I mean, it just is what it is. <laughs> Maybe they were that for you, but they weren't that for me. Mm. And, and you know what's interesting is um what adults real like when I look at Nadia and Brielle, Sam, I always think like not in Brielle, my daughters, by the way. I, I look at <laughs> when I look at not in Brielle, and now when I look at kids in general, I'm like, man, they're gonna be adults one day, man. You better watch out, you better watch your back. Yes. Mm -hmm. You yes. better watch your back. Please. Yeah, because I mean, I observed some stuff in my family that I uh, that my generation kind of talked about in passing, and and um, and so my you know my grandmother she was the eldest daughter, so she and this is kind of going back to to Megan and Harry. It's like there's a there is a matriarch or patriarch in a family, and the line that comes from that branch there's a, a perception you know what i mean like there's just there's a, a operating rule and it used to be whatever my grandmother said you know her sisters would be like all right now you know da 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 whatever and then i noticed that in my mom's generation like people would call my mother about everything and get her feedback before a decision was made and then my mom passed and there's this disruption now because I, I feel like she passed before her time uh, in, in that she, there's no heir apparent. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? And then I, I kind of, you know, you know, can't be mad, but I, I feel like my sister wanted to, to kind of take up that. And it's just, it's not, we ain't old enough to do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, we're, not, it, like we're, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're yeah. not, we're not seasoned enough to be the matriarch or patriarch of the family, regardless of the lineage or, or, or anything else. And, and at the same time, I don't feel like anybody else in the family cares about doing it. Cause it was the, it, when I look at our family structure prior to my mom passing, we always had holidays together, mm-hmm. always. And we always had a house to go to. It wasn't some big ass discussion the way it ended up being after she passed. Yeah, it, it was, was it, it was known. Here, that's what that's, here, that's how we doing here. it. But that's how we doing it. Yeah. And that's gone away. And nobody wants to pick up the mantle for that. But at the same time, everybody still says they miss my mom dearly. Like it's just like, and I think they miss they the missed the glue, bro. That, that frequency. Energy. They, that they energy. Yeah. They that, missed the glue because that, that you know we are gonna sit here and pretend like there are people in the family that are glue. They mm-hmm. they right. are the they are the piece. I mean, and mm-hmm. to to a certain degree, I say okay, my sister's the glue, right? Because she she is going to go to every family function. She is going to be the Duperville representative at every damn thing. And right, first lady. If anything, there, there. If anybody brings me back into a family function, it'll probably be her, and that's because she's been going at it on her own for the most 100%. part. Uh, you know, right. on her own, and it's just like, okay, well, you know, if if my sister was to decide not to do a family function, oh, we, I'd be, and it's not throwing the family away. It's just there would be no, it'd just be no glue. It's just that there'd be nothing holding it together. Right. And that's the that's just the reality of the situation. It's like unless, like you said, unless there's an heir apparent, then then what what are we doing here, right? And so I think that that's the that's the piece of it, man. It's like understanding that it's okay to choose your family, the people yeah. you want to be around. It is. Energy. I mean, we even do it in therapy. Like when we when I did inpatient work, on the paperwork was you only you know family can come. But the definition of family and therapy is whoever you choose, whoever you felt was the closest person to you. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things. It's not so much that I just, I'm not necessarily comfortable with just throwing family away. No, me neither. I, my, my question is, is like, because this is a communal, this is a community issue, right? Yeah, this yeah. is bigger than that. No, it's, a big, it's bigger yeah. than that. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, you know, well, how do we bring that back in? Like, because I think the, it's the it, independence, like y'all saying, like the independence, like people becoming more independent, focusing more on their careers and not focus, focus on more on self and not focusing on others. Yes. Right. I mean, it, and that's what I'm saying, because I fought my I'm not you know, I'm not going to pretend I fought certain members of my family and I don't care how, you know, I'm sure they have their own opinion of how they feel. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. They they're entitled to their perspective. OK. But I'm entitled of to mine. Won, of who won the fight? Uh, I mean, I don't really. It's I'm, not, just talking it, shit. I'm just saying they're entitled to their perspective of how they were raised, how they were growing up, That's true. what they saw, what they didn't see. However, for me, in the eyes that I have, I fought them for certain things that they didn't do. I'm not saying you got to come over and pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is small gestures. And there was a, and I can, I can probably count on one hand the family members that made those small gestures to say hey man look we see we know it's not easy but here you know what i'm saying is it and and joe knows like because his you know his godfather is one of them he made sure anytime his godfather is one of our uncles and so Mm. anytime like anytime that that he could he would and he was like, allowed. Let's say allowed. I'm gonna say allowed. I'm gonna just keep it real. Where he was allowed. You see, <laughs> I'm gonna that, keep it. I don't there, care. There, there goes I don't some care. More. That, that's what I'm talking about. That generational there, shit. There goes. <laughs> some, there goes some more. Because that's because that's what he said. He like he was allowed. Yeah. And the reason he's saying he was allowed because of my mom's sister, and so she would limit the way he helped. And so that's a 
you know, you, you as an adult, now you start to see like, okay, well. They should have never had the argument in front of me when I was 10 years old. They you thought see, I was a little kid. kid. I heard the whole kid. argument and I was like, I'm never asking him for ever, anything ever again. Yeah. I'm not my yeah, broke I mean, ass. I'm out of here, broke little kid. <laughs> Broke little kid, ripped T-shirt. I'm out. Broke little kids, like, hey. Well, kids I, be good. They good yeah. regardless. They yeah. no matter how they grow up, but, as long yeah, as they, they growing they, up, we, they good. We're ultimate adapters, man. We ultimate adapters, but we. But don't. should we? But so, with that being said, as adults, shouldn't we come back to it and at yep. least see mm-hmm. if there's any any validity to being closer than you are, like. One of the things that I struggle with, and this is, has zero to do with family, mm-hmm. is I am not a call you person. Like, it doesn't mean I love you less than anybody else. Like, people that, that know me know uh, I put lay it down, feel for you if I love you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. have no problem. I just don't, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm aware of it, so I'm trying to get better at it. But growing up, like, for example, my mom, she called people every Sunday after church. She'd come kitchen, phone, head, stretch. She always get the phone with the longest cord. Yeah. So she could stretch all it, like, walking all around. over the walking around. She stayed in contact, constant contact with people. I never picked up that, that skill set, even mm-hmm. though I know it's valuable. And so as an adult, I'm taking account of who in my family that I feel close to and versus people outside of my traditional family that I feel close to. And I don't call nobody. Yeah. I just, I, I, I suck at it. He's, he's like, I've come to terms with the fact that. I, yeah, I, I 100% call. suck at picking up the phone, calling people, like, yeah. and texting didn't make it better. You know, I had I hardly half-ass text. Like, I'd be like, hey, just checking in with you. Yeah. You know, like, and it's it's more so maybe it's more so the introverted side of me versus the extroverted side of me but it's just it's not that people are not on my heart uh it's just that people are not in my mind all the time not the way my anxiety set up yeah and to joe's point you know we in this independence stage and i'm to me i think as a black man in america i will always carry the complex of trying to prove my value Mm. and i don't know that that rest and making my family impressed with me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not a priority for me. And I think that that's one of the things I struggle with. And I imagine I can't be the only person that feels this way. No, I I, I mean, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And so, I mean, is is there a way of solving this? Like, it's because I mean, I think that that's the that's the piece of it, right? Because it's like, I mean, from my standpoint, I'm starting with my kids. I want my kids to know genuine family you know love appreciation care like that's why i that i mean i'm I'm just saying i'm trying my best to foster that with with their aunts their uncles i'm gonna give them time like you're hey look you ain't joe didn't i didn't i call you once and say hey you haven't seen your nieces and nephews in a minute you need to come Mm -hmm. on over you know and and play with them and you know and it's nothing for joe to be like oh you know you're right i'm coming over you know and he's gonna spend time with him he's gonna play with him because if they're gonna call you uncle then they need that relationship you know what i'm right. saying i just that's the way i feel about it because i i felt like there's a lot of people i called my cousins that i didn't feel the cousin but there's a lot of people now that i call my cousin that i feel it so let, i gotta i gotta go i gotta yeah I, you made me think about something all right so the titles, right? Yeah. They, the the titles carry, I guess, just like any any title, they have uh, certain things that go along with them. Like an uncle should have a conversation about sex with the nephew versus the dad, because it, you know, what I mean, like, it, what, it, what are the, what's the job the description? It's the right. buffer, right? Yeah. So, what's the job description of a cousin? Job description of an auntie? The job description of an uncle? so on and so forth so that people can kind of like have like i guess like any job like you know what a fireman does yeah right they save lives they, they put out fires they know cpr they cut people out of cars yeah yeah like we need to come up with job descriptions for these roles because honestly you know god rest his soul my uncle was not the uh, like i've seen other uncles 
situation. And and my model for uncle really didn't, I don't feel like I got a, uh, he was a disengaged. It, was, it wasn't an ideal model is what you It wasn't an ideal. It was more than just him being 800 miles away. It was just, you know, he, well, I mean, when it, it, it's hard to explain, but well, yeah, to I know get, him personally. I get what you're saying. Like with the, I know now the auntie thing is like, yeah, I'm gonna be the fun auntie. I'm gonna come okay. over and I'm gonna spoil you, and or I'm gonna pick mm-hmm. you up. I'm gonna spoil you, and I'm taking you back. Like that's the, I think that's what I'm hearing a lot. I'm hearing a lot of the fun auntie, you know. And then there's right. or you know, fun drunk auntie. That's a that's you know, slash. And, and that's typically and then great auntie though. I mean, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. And I think from a cousin standpoint, a lot of people grow up being some of the best friends with their cousin. Yeah, like that's that's what, that's what I've noticed with the cousin role. Like with everybody right. I call my cousins. Are some of my best friends that I've had. They stood next to me when I was getting married. I've stood. They get promoted to brother. Yeah, I mean, almost pretty much. They get. Yeah, it's like a a step right before. You know, a step right before you know brothers and sisters, and then um, and uncles. You know, uncles are just the. I mean, for 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 my nieces, they're gonna be the background protectors. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, any anytime we ready to ride, we're gonna ride. You know what I'm saying? Right. My my brothers already know we've made that clear. We have plans, and and you know, we won't disclose those plans. However, if anything happens, just know uncles are ready. But we also gonna, you know, come together, have a good time, you know, have a good time. And they they come and they bring the energy. They they play with my with my with my with my daughters, and you know, and wear them out most of the times. You know, right. I can't wear them out, but they you know, they playing with them. That is is high energy. Is is uh, talking to them about stuff, getting into their minds, understanding who they are, even reaffirming to them from somebody outside of their fathers that they're beautiful, they're great, they're smart. They love that. I mean, this community. Be, yeah, community. I mean, it is. I mean, this community. We there's certain things they say, and we're like, where'd you get that from? And like, oh, my uncle Ben told me that. Oh, my uncle Joe told me that. And it's like they pick that up, and it's a it's an extra layer of affirmation because of course you know your dad tell you you're beautiful he has to he's your dad he made you right but then right. you got your uncles and they're telling you that you're beautiful you're smart you're great and they they're internalizing that and that's an extra layer to me of of a confidence that you build within within your 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 daughters but same thing with just within your sons as well building them up you know playing with them helping them encouraging them just have just understanding that they have uh, male figures that's that are behind them and that can show them and that can you know like you said you're talking about the birds and the bees talk that's a buffer for the father you know what i'm saying because right. the father may not be considered cool but i take him over to joe and you know joe's the cool uncle he got the bandana on the head hair all Uh-oh. up you know what I'm saying? and, and so you can it, and that's the, i think that's the piece of it that it it is because it when we say it takes a village it does mm-hmm. but i just at this point I just want to be careful with what village my children see. You know, I want my village to be a genuine one. So if it's going to be Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe ain't just going to be neglecting my kids. He's going to be interested in my children. You know, he's going to have a genuine interest in it. I think that that's the piece of it. Let's stop forcing it. And I appreciate the fact that King and Queen, well, Meg, I mean, Prince and Princess decided, you know what, we don't want to force this. You know, they don't even... They, they don't even want our kids, if they're black, they don't want to know, you know, they want to know how dark my kid's going to be. Uh, and when you look at those family dynamics, it just makes sense when people decide, you know what, this is not the family I want. I want to seek a different style of family. Right. Hey, and I definitely feel as if like, it's about the frequency that we continue to put out. You know what I mean? Like, and if we continue to just like, think that they want us to continue to be more individuals. The more we continue to be individuals, it's harder for us to display love towards one another. Social media is also playing a huge role. We can't forget social media. <laughs> social media is in here. I mean, always gonna yeah, play a role. Got, it's, it's always going to be something. So it's going to take our attention and our time away. And that's the number one thing that keeps us connected. You know what I mean? Is our time and our energy towards one another. And right. that's the thing that I realized that, uh, was kept away from us when we was kids is just time, energy from the people who called themselves uncle, the people who called themselves auntie, they didn't give us the time and energy. Yeah, they, it, it just was, it was nothing outside of just the title. Yeah, and, that's all it was. And, you know, and you, 
and and then not just that. Let's take it a step further. Then there's got to be love within that too. That's a piece of it. You know, it's like kids can feel the love. They can feel whether it's fake and it's real. They can feel and and kids can feel the love. And and eventually, like you said, they're gonna be adults. And I want my kids when they become adults to say, you know, I felt genuinely loved by my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, and. You know, I I want them to rock with their media family, but I'm also gonna make it clear to them, hey, look, there go Uncle Mac there. Uncle Mac took care of daddy, you know, when when daddy was out here looking raggedy, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And I went from being scissor Sam to you know You went from Ashy to classic. Yeah, Ashy to, classic to, the, to the point where people's like y'all, y'all Duperville boys keep a damn cut, you know what I'm saying? Take the Frank. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. I, I think that that's the piece of it that uh, that I just want them to have. They can they can choose their genuine family, their actual family, but also if that if that get wrong, understand how to identify, you know, a better a better fit. I'm not telling them to escape and not to deal with issues. However, if if it's just not working, then you know if it's becoming an issue for your health, your mental your 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 mental state, then get out. Uh, another another story before we wrap something is this is this is it's still about family but it's outside of the the royals something i found interesting is the whole kobe bryant vanessa bryant situation mm. you know the the whole you know yeah, kobe yeah. stopped really kind of messing with his parents while he was in the, uh, while he was alive and that was i don't know if y'all remember the whole scandal they were selling his high school stuff, his championships, his jerseys, all his stuff for money. And you know, Kobe passed last year, early 2020. And you know, during the during the the funeral, neither one of his parents spoke at the funeral. Yeah, that was incredible. To me. Yeah, I I was I was floored. I couldn't believe it. Right? It's like and beca- I'm gonna say something. And because of the history, I wasn't comfortable saying, "Oh, it wasn't that they didn't speak; they couldn't." You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, yeah. Like that's just that that never came up in my mind. Like it wasn't about their no, struggle no. to be able to articulate themselves at their son's funeral. It was, yeah, they didn't let they ain't gonna let them speak. Yeah, like yeah. that's what it was more like. And I, I, but I always found it interesting that that she suffered kind of the same energy from 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 her mom. Oh, Vanessa, right? yeah, she did. Like after the fact. Yeah, like after the fact, mom coming from her for money and then doing stories about the family for money, like saying her child is not supporting her in any way, you know. And and of course, it's very false because Vanessa, like, came out and was like, nah, but you know, yeah, but then waving all your bills. But you know, more recently, more recently, Kirk Franklin and his son. Oh, yeah, Kurt and his son. Did you hear about that? that joke? What happened with Kurt Franklin and his son? Man, man. Kurt Franklin's son. Why they bother Kurt Franklin first off? I know, like, in the again, people again. <laughs> God's people are you with me? God's people. Yeah, with Kurt it? Franklin's son uh, had recorded him basically cussing him out. Like, Kurt Franklin was, was, cut, was calling his son like a bitch-ass nigga, you know. What What did people say about that, man? Well, I mean, from... What you think? Wait, what, what y'all think about it? I mean, from my from my standpoint, first of all, if you thirty, you thirty three, thirty two, however old you are, and you feel the need to record a conversation, you are a bitch ass nigga. That's the way I look. He's thirty two years old. Yeah, he, he, his son uh, is thirty two. We years don't old. need to have this conversation. That <laughs> <laughs> said it all right there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> That answers every question you have. There you go. That's the. Oh, that's, that's my son, thirty two, and he bucking at me. He getting everything a thirty two year old <laughs> thing supposed to get. Right. Like I was like, I, was, I mean, that, and I think that that was the piece of you know you had people coming out saying, oh, you know, that's poor communication and poor, I'm look, Kurt cussing at his son's probably a bad thing. Okay. However, we're not gonna pretend I'm not like. Gonna I mean, the guy, the guy is 30 in his big age of 30 plus, like you shouldn't, you should be able to communicate back with your father in a, in a, in a better manner than recording him and putting him out, you know, even, and then coming to find out, you know, he probably, he seems like he has substance abuse issues and mm-hmm. he, you know, has been 
you know, Curtis kind of been taking care of him for a long time. They've been and, trying to get him. Yeah, trying to get him some help, time. trying to get him some support. And and of course, he ended up disrespecting Kurt and Kurt, you know, lashed out. It just is what it is. You know, I know like people like to put those people that are in the church, uh, 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 you know, put put them in this holy space. But mm-hmm. all of our parents went to church and we know what's up. So, right. <laughs> We and I'm have, a parent. Yeah, I'm and a parent. I love God. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love God. <laughs> What's up with you though? I'm a guy. Right. That, you know, it, it, we we can we can go. And so I think that that's the. Piece I told my life. mom something yesterday. She was shocked. I said, oh. I said, some of my friends had sex at church. She said, "What? Who had sex at church? Who's been having sex at church?" I said, "Some of my friends." Okay. Did I don't even believe people do that. <laughs> Whatever. Why are you snitching though? That's what I'm trying to get still at. Still snitching But your snitching ass. <laughs> no, I'm just I, being honest. They need to know, man. They yeah, need to know. They need to, they need to know the real, man. But yeah. a, the, I agree. I'm just going to agree and say uh, there is a time and a place to cut family off. I put quotes, family. Quotes, yeah. Because if we had a title of family, are they behaving that way? Yeah. To even get, get the privilege. And I think that, that that's healthy. Um, like you said, you didn't react, you responded. And and that's one of the things I don't see people really observing at a macro level, like yeah. or doing at a macro level. I see people reacting. Like the stuff you see on Facebook that people post, the stuff that people even put in Twitter. It, it'll be just happening. Like it just happened. That's raw. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah, too they, soon. And they and they putting their family out there. They, they putting, putting their family out there, and that's what happened with the Kirk Franklin thing. Mm-hmm. They, that was raw, and now he got caught in this cycle, this news cycle that now he's trying to put out more information. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? What are you trying? What is your goal? Trying, like, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, destroy. They just For come For steal, the, kill, and destroy because mm-hmm. because you 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 didn't love me like the rest. It mm-hmm. was a you know, but I, it's look look. As a man, you're going to have to deal with that. Eventually, you have to come to terms with it. Like, I'm sitting here talking about how I feel about my family. I still love them. Okay? Yeah. Like, there's Same. there's nothing that if, if they wanted me to show up for something, I will show up. You know, especially, this this the piece. This the key. If they personally come to me and ask me to do something, which probably won't happen. But if it was to personally come and ask me to do something be somewhere you know need help with something i'm there and so i think that that's the piece of it's like you can you can disengage and still have love you know and i think that that's the that's a part of it that everybody's that that doesn't rock with their family it seems like there has to be some hate there like nah man it's all love what, like you said, Mikhail, just because they were not able to love me the way that I needed to be loved, that does not mean that I cannot love them. That just right. means that I had to go find those individuals to make my support system, to make my family so because I needed that. You know, I think that everybody needs that. And so it's 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 family goes outside of the blood. You know, what what I'm gonna say is, is this is something you know, y'all don't steal it. But this is this is something that I've been thinking for for the longest is love is thicker than blood. And that's where I'm at with it is love is thicker than blood. And so if if we have yeah. that genuine love, we become family. And that's and just the way sense. that's the way I see it. And so, you know, if it, I don't know the way y'all look at it, but that's the way I look at it. It's like, love look, it's, it's about the love. It's not really about the blood. And brother, that's actually biblical. And I'm going to let you have it. Okay. That, that, you think about it. Yeah. Hey, man, it, it is what it is. I think we hit that really good, man. I, I appreciated talking family, you know, and I love I love having y'all as my podcast family. And we, we look at po- oh, oh, well, now he turned it to another. He <laughs> yeah. said podcast. And, and like podcast I said, family. we got and specific we, titles. Yes, yeah, a specific title. And we love, having, we love having you guys as our podcast family. If you made it this far and you're listening to our voice, we thank you. We love thank you. you. Make love sure that you so much. like, share, subscribe on thank all platforms. So Leave us five star views on Apple Podcasts. Five, podcast on IG, Facebook. YouGirlBruh podcast at gmail.com. And pretty soon on our website, YouGirlBruh.com, we will be bringing you guys some 
really cool, some writing, some blogs, just something else. If you don't want to consume all of this goodness and listen to our voice, you can always go go read and see what we got on right. our minds. Digest through reading. Exactly, exactly. And and with that being said, man, appreciate you guys for the conversation. My name is Sam Dupe, and I am good. Hey, I'm Tim McHale. I am good. My name is Joe Dupe. See no evil, speak no evil, and don't. What is the other evil? See no evil, speak no evil, and hear no evil. And hear no evil, and I'm good. <laughs> and just like that, we are gone. Let the church say, Amen. <laughs> <laughs>